Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific shares are mixed in early trade this morning, setting aside a night of solid gains on Wall Street. Seoul and Sydney are posting small gains, up about 0.1 to 0.2%. Tokyo is trending lower. Investors are waiting for a major jobs report due out tonight in the U.S. Analysts expect the report could show that the U.S. economy added as many as 1 million new jobs last month. Joining me now to break down all the market action is Manpreet Gill. He's head of FIC investment strategy at Standard Chartered Bank. Good morning, Manpreet. Hi, good morning, Michelle. Good to have you with us. We begin this morning with the financial sector where OCBC is rounding out a stellar quarter for local banks. OCBC says its profits more than doubled in the first three months of the year. It netted $1.5 billion dollars Compare that with less than $700 million a year ago. OCBC's profits come in well above analysts' expectations as well. OCBC's jump in profits is by far the biggest of all three locally listed banks. So, Manpreet, what is driving these strong results in the financial sector? Well, I think there are a few factors at work here. I mean, clearly there is you know, the, the benefit, the statistical benefit of starting off low base at uh, this time last year when COVID first hit. Uh, but clearly we're seeing a few other positive trend stakeholders as well. I mean, we've, it, the most important one, I think, is the ongoing economic recovery. I mean, we're seeing that both from a top-line earnings perspective, but also, you know, across the sector, whether here in Singapore, Singapore or elsewhere, mm-hmm. a release of some of the provisionings uh, for bad loans that, that haven't turned out to be as bad as expected. So, you know, those, in our view, of course, some of the big drivers and, and Arguably, as the economic recovery extends, uh, you know, the growth, top line growth in particular uh, is one reason, you know, which we think can continue to support the sector. Um, so from a fundamental perspective, I think it still paints, it, you know, it's a picture of the start of, of a positive outlook. Um, I, I think the key here, of course, is, you know, earnings um, as well as, you know, the equity sector itself benefiting from the rotation to what we almost call COVID laggards. Um, so positive sort of uh, outlook altogether from what we see in the earnings and, and from the macro picture. If we take a closer look at the numbers, we see OCBC's life insurance division is doing particularly well. Its profits surged nearly fourfold. And like DBS and UOB, OCBC is also benefiting, as you pointed out, from lower bad debt provisions. All right, Manpreet, the banking sector is already outperforming the rest of the market. Financial counters up 18 to 23% since the beginning of the year. So given how well the banks are doing, um, could you elaborate a little on whether you think there's further up side or are the good earnings already factored in? We actually do believe there's, there's further upside for the sector uh, because I, I think there are a few sort of factors driving this. Uh, I think one, as we discussed, is, is sort of the, the economic recovery. Um, you know, we expect that to continue uh, for the region and indeed for the, for the world and the financial sectors. You know, one, one sort of key beneficiary when, when economic growth improves, um, you know, from a top line earnings perspective, uh, but also, uh, which is the second factor, uh, bond yields tend to rise uh, when the economic recovery comes through. And for, bank, for the banking sector in particular, uh, higher bond yields is a positive. So I think that's a second driver. Uh, And third is, you know, globally, we're seeing a rotation uh, away from, you know, from growth, we call growth to value style equities. Mm. Um, You know, the past year, you know, has really been dominated by the rally in in technology, uh, you know, we call a growth sector. But now increasingly, we're seeing that rotation to value of which financial is a really good example. You know, it's clearly lagged technology in the whole recovery. Um, It offers much better value uh, to buy into the economic recovery. So we think that's the third factor. Uh, So putting those three factors together, you know, that's the reason why across major markets, you know, financial is one of our preferred sectors and, and we do see a positive outlook ahead. 
All right. The other big corporate story this morning, and I'd be remiss not to mention it because it concerns my employer, Singapore Press Holdings. It's proposing to spin off its media business into a non-profit entity. This will allow the listed company to focus on properties, nursing homes and other areas. SPH shares did not trade yesterday. They're up nearly 60% since the beginning of the year, though. And listeners, I'm going to keep a close eye on how they're doing today for you. Next, Singapore shares. They snapped a four-day losing streak yesterday yesterday to finish up in line with other markets in the region. The Straits Times Index rose 0.6% to 31.73. Manpreet, the SDI had a great month in March, but pretty much languished in April. It's currently up 11.5% on the year. So what is your take overall on Singapore stocks going forward? Well, our overall take is, is still a, a pretty constructive one. Uh, I, I think when you take sort of a six to twelve month horizon, you know, we we, we absolutely believe that um, you know equity should should perform well in absolute terms and and, and outperform the bond markets, uh, you know, in terms of next best alternative. So I'd say from you know, and it feeds back to a lot of the factors we spoke about earlier, which is you know an extended economic recovery domestically across the region and, and indeed indeed across most major markets. Um, so from that perspective, it's a positive one. Uh, but I, I think what I always like to uh, obviously remind investors is that you know we're often faced with the choice of course of you know obviously adding more to domestic equities or to regional or international equities and i think in today's world that's important because while we have a constructive absolute view on singapore equities um, arguably some of the markets in the region korean equities being one example um, if anything are even more leveraged to the global you know uh, economic recovery particularly that in the us so you know those are markets examples of markets which we still add into the mix mm. as well as the us which arguably is where the economic recovery and the supportive policy stimulus case is, is strongest. So, so I think that mix is important, mm. uh, even as we have that constructive view. All right, let's move to the U.S., where overnight the Dow Jones Industrial Average jumped 300 points to close at another record high. Tech stocks finished higher as well. Investors appear to be applauding the latest jobs numbers. New unemployment claims fell below the half a million mark last week for the first time since the pandemic began. Another key jobs report due out tonight. Samanpreet, do you think this rally still has legs or are you an advocate of the old investor adage, sell in May and go away? Well, at the start of May, you can't help but ask yourself whether <laughs> one should sell in May, and we, we ask ourselves that question every year. But, but you know, it's, it's interesting that actually, as you start extending the time horizon, I mean, you know, the statistical effect—it's been stronger in some years, but it sort of averages out over long periods. And I think this year, look, our focus is still very much on you know the underlying fundamental story, and and to us, that's one of continued growth. Um, I, I think for a moment, if you, if, as long as you assume that you know the Fed in particular stays supportive as indeed they've indicated they will. Um, you know, we're in an environment where policy is supportive, earnings are growing very well, and economic data, we just, just discussed the labor market, uh, is improving. So, so for us, that's still a pretty positive backdrop. Um, I, I think for us, the most important thing is to keep an eye on, on Fed messaging, because right. if there's one risk to the market rally, whether it's directionally or something that could cause a short-term pullback, uh, it would be any signaling or discussion of whether the Fed should you know, gradually bring a stimulus to an end because the recovery is so strong. Um, so that's that would be our focus. But outside of that, we, we still think you know a positive outlook makes sense. And, and the U.S. is one of our preferred equity markets globally.
Yes, and when it comes to the U.S., productivity numbers are coming in strong. Productivity increased at an annual rate of 5.4% in the first quarter, recovering from a contraction in the fourth quarter of last year. Now, speaking of the Fed, let's look at their messaging. The U.S. Federal Reserve is warning that rising asset prices are posing a threat to the financial system. Do you agree? Well, it's one of the factors I don't think you can ignore. I mean, uh, there's a ton of debate in financial markets about, you know, to what extent a current sort of equity or, or indeed asset market valuations are uh, dependent on the nature of Fed policy. Uh, but from the Fed's perspective, you know, that's just one factor. Uh, at the end of the day, as the Fed chair, Powell himself has reminded us, the other main factor which feeds into the core mandate uh, is about, you know, sustainable economic growth, uh, you know, inflation and uh, full employment. And I think the inflation part is particularly key because, you know, we've heard the message before that we've got this rise in inflation, uh, but their view, and indeed to a large extent ours, is that this could very well be transitory, uh, driven by statistical effects and temporary sort of supply constraints. Um, but the key here is there's a trade-off between obviously not leaving policy too loose uh, because the asset price risks, uh, but equally it's important not to tighten too early and sort of have that uh, you know, recovery in inflation sort of stopped in its track. So I think it's a discussion we'll have here a lot on over the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, to us, as I discussed, that's really the risk factor from a volatility perspective. But at the moment, we, we just see the Fed sort of maintaining its easy stance. We just think it may be too early uh, for the Fed to consider tightening. All right, let's take a check on the Straits Times Index. We're 14 minutes into the trading day. The SDI starting at 31.82, up 0.29%. Time to say thank you for all the great insights. Manpreet Gill, head of FICC Investment Strategy at Standard Chartered Bank. Have a great weekend, Manpreet. Thanks, Michelle. Have a great weekend yourself. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.